so excited to be back for the last of the trilogy of episodes we were releasing for our initial foray into the podcast world. And I find myself here with the love of my life, Crystal. Say hello, Crystal. Hello, Crystal. That's amazing vaudeville shtick right there. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you being here with me today. We're, we're just so excited. If you find yourself in uh, the month of July, in the year of 2020, we have a Kickstarter going right now. That Kickstarter is helped to support our uh, solid single piece exotic hardwood dice trays that you can find. Uh, go check us out at fourcornersgames.com or fourcornersgames at the Kickstarter. We also have all of our social media up and running at fourcornersgames. And that's the number four. The number four. It's very important. But, my love, how do you think we've been doing in the first couple episodes? I think we've been doing pretty well. We've really, uh, I think everyone is coming into their own as their character, which I really appreciate. I am impressed by the number of accents at the table, especially our handsome GM. Uh, but it, it bums me out a little bit that I didn't choose one. Maybe at some point, Barb will just uh, carry like a Russian accent. Right, or have an unhappy accident and her twin sister Arb <laughs> comes in, but she was raised in a distant, far-off Slavic land. <laughs> That, that'll work. My sister, she's dead. <laughs> oh, no, but luckily I am exact <laughs> copy of her. Uh-oh, you went Borat. Uh, Don't I, go full Borat. Well, I said Slavic to to my credit. But no, you. I think you're all doing an amazing job. Travis and Sierra, even though it's their first real foray into Pathfinder, they, they're really crushing it with their 5e skills. You and Woody also doing amazing. Of course, Paul as well. It's I'm having fun behind the screen. I'm hoping you all are having fun up there. Definitely. I think the one downside is that Sierra's reactions and her hand movements are not translated well into the audio medium, which is unfortunate <laughs> for the listeners. They, they don't. But to be fair, I genuinely enjoy them. So at the very least, uh, we get to enjoy them uh, behind the, the microphones, I guess. <laughs> um, but it's... We're just so excited to have everyone on board. And, and if you are listening from the, the far-flung future, we welcome you. Uh, make sure to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of The Final Crusade. Sometimes, every so often, we drop an additional episode of the BuddyCast that week. But we are excited all around, and we hope you enjoy. Enjoy. to the third episode of the final crusade we're excited to have you here we're excited to have everyone on board heck we're excited to uh be talking about various things before we got on air we were talking about the contentious ideas of witchcraft store is best of course this is brought first to I thought you said witchcraft that's store. What I, I was too. like oh <laughs> that's a question for sierra sarah which is the best witches craft store let me tell you <laughs> better be joanne's fabrics i'm just saying <laughs> i swear to god i was gonna go with michael's we'll be oh. honest that's fair i mean you just did express their For all your support crafty needs <laughs> I mean, oh no and suddenly you're trapping your dad sorry yeah, perhaps michael's doesn't want that endorsement sacrificial goats <laughs> that's fair but at, at the same time i think you probably should tell people out there why you support michael's in such a, a fervent way actually okay if we're really getting into craft stores i will tell you my favorite 
Uh-oh. The Home Depot. Oh, oh yeah. Not Lowe's. Well, putting Lowe's Lowe. on blast. Lowe's <laughs> these days. I'll be honest. What? Talk about a low. But I'm continue. There we go. Yeah. So basically, any hardware store you can go get like sample paints for like 50 cents and they come in like i don't even know what the size is but much bigger than you can get acrylics at any oh. it's like a life store. hack that is like a life what's true it's they- a life hack if you're an artist but if you're me i'll just use the cra- the small uh tin of paint until so it runs swatches. out and then we'll just have so many swatches so many swatches Welcome to Swatch Watch talk. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is like 1970s, like actual what? watches, aren't they? Swatch watches? They're from Switzerland. Oh. They're actually, yeah. I Swiss should know watches. my future sister-in-law is Swiss. Swiss. Actually, Swiss. Uh, she has a passport and everything. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't tell anybody because of McCarthyism. It's still alive and well, just secretly moved underground. <laughs> Anyways, back to our... Totally also, not communist, capitalist plus always great American podcast. We don't, we don't support Lowe's or Home Depot because some of them are politically affiliated. Something, something, something. Ace Hardware for life. Oh. <laughs> Harbor Freight for when Harbor. you want something to work twice. Harbor Freight. <laughs> for Harbor the weekend. Fr- Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight. <laughs> Ace for life. <laughs> for the weekend. Harbor Freight's Harbor more weekend. of a, a You need a to fling. get that tattoo on your body. <laughs> Ace for life. Harbor Freight for the weekend. Harbor Freight is like a party store. You go to it the party really store, is. you just buy a bunch of things you only want to use once. That's, yeah. that's Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I think yep. I found their new slogan. Dang. It's like that one time. <laughs> I don't think they want to advertise that. <laughs> <laughs> Hybrid Freight. It's cheap because it's cheap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you get what you pay for. Yeah, you get what you pay for. <laughs> We're going to get a cease and, cease and desist for every time we say Harbor Freight. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll be auctioning those off again for, for positive revenue. Uh, we already have collected several. Um, Burger so, King. Burger King. I mean, I'm just saying, flame broiled, more like stupid. Oh, oh, no, I know. Okay. I'm good at We're making fantasy stuff. you a cease and desist letter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A st- cease and desist being the GM. I oh. try that every night. It doesn't oh. work. No, nope. You know oh. what you signed up for when you married him. <laughs> yeah, you were there. I don't know. I don't know. Here we find ourselves <laughs> once more in this underground uh, building. This building, it you weren't entirely sure of its purpose when you walked in. You saw the outside ad. Uh, you know, these hammers that were kind of carved into it. As you walked into the main vestibule, you walked through another door with a hammer on top. As you entered, you found that it was actually uh, a long forgotten place of worship. There were several pews on either side and at the very far end was an altar. You saw at the altar, a desiccated corpse, kind of humbled in prayer by its side. As you approached, it stood up to attack you and you managed to dispose of it in time as you uh as everything settles down little luna the bird kind of flaps your wings and falls down on a rather dusty and cobweb covered hammer of sorts and while everything settled down you're finally taking in your uh your surroundings a little more everyone roll me a perception check please that's a that's a solid 10. you're in a building i got you beat <laughs> with an 11. 19. 19. adjusted 20. adjusted 20. nice Lillian. 18. 18. so Everybody, I mean, it makes a little sense. Barb and Errol were pretty wrapped up in the battle there. And so the others that were uh, kind of at the far end of it 
Now that everything's settled down, you see on the far wall something you didn't notice before. Again, you see this giant hammer of Torag, but there's these deep, really visceral claw marks that have tried to more or less rip it off the wall. You also notice the tapestries that once hung around this room are torn and sodden uh, in, in a very purposeful way. You also see various uh, markings, different kind of symbols, and words. Words like, we are forgotten, it is pointless, death awaits us. Uh, Lillian, what you notice, though, most of all, is on the wall that is to the southern side, on the opposite side of that kind of large hammer that's been destroyed, you see that the blood has made a very large spiral kind of moving outwards. And though others may not notice, your hand kind of absentmindedly moves to your left shoulder blade to touch something that you know is there that you keep hidden. What is everyone going to do? I'll take a look at the writing on the wall just to see if I know anything about how it originated. Like, is there a specific height? Did dwarves write it? It seems that any sort of language. uh, So as you kind of look at what it's done, it's definitely written and scrawled in blood, but it's very old. And the blood is partially also kind of scraped in with something, probably bone or fingernail, uh, that's left it behind. There, you know, maybe a little bit shorter than you because you're very tall, but the words seem mismatched and random, just full of, like, hatred and forlorn feelings. Would I be able to take a look at the claw marks? And this might be a stretch, but with my uh, profession as a hunter? Um, so... If you want to, you can do that. You can also, uh, whilst you were looking around, you could look at the body. You see that the mm-hmm. fingertips to the first knuckle uh, uh, has been completely scraped down as ew. if he was clawing at the walls ew. up until his eventual death. Okay, so, all right, it was, so it was whatever that was. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Uh, Lillian's going to call Barb and gesture with, like, a head nod in her direction. Hey. Oh, what's up? And then she's going to pull down her sleeve and oh. be like... Oh, oh. Does this look cancerous? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> it's bigger than an eraser. <laughs> well, I'm not a doctor. And she pulls out her melanoma pamphlet. <laughs> Uh-oh. This is not looking good. <laughs> she, lo- she lost all of her gear but that melanoma pamphlet in the fall. <laughs> the swirly ones are the worst. She keeps it close to her heart. <laughs> uh... She's going to gesture to the wall behind her and say, kind of, what the fuck? What do you make of <laughs> How How did you get that that marking? I thought it was always there. It's always been there as, as long as I've known. So, and Barb, as you, as you kind of look from her shoulder blade to the wall, you notice that it isn't a facsimile of it. It matches perfectly. Like... It is the number of spirals, the relative distance. Like, it looks very, very, very much the exact same symbol. So I'll, I'll kind of look at her to try to get her permission before calling everyone else over to look at her bare shoulder. She just takes her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And now we have two shirtless members of the party. Oh, it's yeah. one of those podcasts. Huh? Yeah, it is. No judgment. Equal treatment. All right. I mean, yeah, she's going to, like, pull her hood down a little lower, but then she's going to just kind of turn so that people can see. 
So Barb and Lillian uh, beckon over the rest of the crew. What is your reactions? Is the symbol anything we might recognize from, I don't know, religious basis? Yeah, you can roll me a knowledge religion, or you can roll me a knowledge local. I don't have... I got religion. That's fine. This is my no knowledge roll, because I chose not to know anything. Alu got a 14. 14. 8. 8. 15. 15. Uh, So you're all not really quite sure what it is or what's happening. Uh, You notice that it seems prescient. Like, it's definitely odd. But what's really happening underneath, uh, you're unable to really identify. Hmm. I ask Lillian, uh, are, are you okay? This is, this is kind of weird. Yeah, you don't feel anything. Like, though you reached for it, it wasn't due to it being like glowing or burning or any kind of pain sensation. No Harry Potter-esque type reaction. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you weren't like seeing in through the eyes of a snake as it killed a man in a graveyard. Spoilers. Why would you do that? Dumbledore lives. <laughs> On in my heart. Um, but yeah, so nothing nothing supernatural has happened, but you just thought that it looked very similar, and then like with Barb giving you a little feedback, you realize it's identical, near identical. It's... Hmm. Okay, she's just going to remain freaked out until everybody leaves. Otherwise, be just, just your face, like <laughs> ah! and just, we like, sedate screaming. you and drag you out of the room. It's really awkward. Um, Barb will kind of reluctantly go over to Luna in the corner and see what Luna is perched on. You recognize it uh, right away as a warhammer. Um, it seems pretty dusty, but it that it's in pretty good condition. Hmm. Errol is going to detect magic on it. You do indeed detect magic. Ooh, Ooh there we go. That's what Daddy likes. <laughs> I believe only Lillian All right, has we leave the war spellcraft. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lillian, do you want to roll spellcraft on that for me? Sure. Have you pulled your sleeve back up? No. Nope. The natural twenty. Wow. She like, thinks better when she's less close. It's just a saying. plus five warhammer. You said. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Uh, so it is a masterworks warhammer. All right. Nice. Oh, we're definitely gonna take that. Yeah. Errol's going to walk over to it and grab it and kind of look it over. It's not something that he can personally use, but he's going to take it and offer it up to the party for whoever else may want it. Um, I'm good. Anybody? Anybody? What's up? Warhammer? Poe, what are you up to right now? Poe's walking out of here, transforming into a human. (laughs) Just casually. (laughs) Casually walking and strutting. And uh, it feels a, le- a little less awkward <laughs> after that. <laughs> but he puts one foot right in front of the other. That nice walkway. Oh. That nice Would you say catwalk? catwalk? Cat- uh. But he's a fox. Foxy. <laughs> hey, Horgus, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> they need you in there. Why do they need me in there? That's fun. <laughs> you want to try that but again, why? big boy? But why would they need me inside? I don't understand. Because they miss your beautiful face. And then I stroke it. And he goes, perhaps it's best if I do go inside. <laughs> <laughs> and he awkwardly kind of picks up sticks and he heads he heads inside. What's sticks? <laughs> sticks underground? It's a saying. What's it's he going to do with sticks? Maybe start a fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe he's just a stick enthusiast. I wonder if we can nice get... Sticks, Horgus? Uh, Aravash in there as well. So Barb is going to come out and gently lead his blind ass into the building. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. Holy, that he was did loaded. not choose that. <laughs> he was blinded in a fall. 
<laughs> She's doing it gently. It's, yeah. I, I was going to say gently. Oh, oh, who, who, who is this? Who, who, who's, who's ushering me elsewhere? So we, we found something on the wall, and she uh, pulls open the palm of his hand, and she's going to draw on his hand and say, it, it, it looks like this. And she's going to draw the spiral and ask him if he knows uh, anything about it. He immediately withdraws his hand from yours and like, kind of wipes it against his leg. Uh, My palms are sweaty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> and Mom's he's like, speaking. oh, <laughs> I, I know I know no such things of, of whatever you drew, spirals or such. I don't know. A whirlpool. Who, sense who's, motive. Yeah. Can I roll a sense motive on that? Uh, only Barb can. Oh. She's the only one interacting with Can anybody with right assist now. me with like a shoulder rub or something? Yeah, you got this. <laughs> well, I'm sure Poe. Sure that, that's metagaming, Chris. I have no idea what's going on, but you got this. You got this. You got this. Yeah, I'm sure Poe would have helped you with that, that back rub. Unfortunately, he's outside. Gladly. Hey, yikes. That's an eight. Ah. That's an eight. That's an eight. Yeah, you're, you, like, obviously, it seems like something's amiss, but you can't quite finger on it. What about Horgus? Horgus was there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fine. We'll just move Hor- on. is just Spooky a little spiral. Whatever. Horgus <laughs> is just kind of like, well, I just, I just don't want my face being touched when I'm, <laughs> I'm walking around. These are the dangerous times. Um, I heard that. <laughs> that stupid fox with his big ears which he doesn't know because he didn't see but maybe he always knew so now Horgus is metagaming <laughs> Horgus knowledge is all Horgus is the beginning and end the alpha and the omega um, alright so while you're outside is there anything you want to do while you're out there hey, uh, so Anivia I've been seeing you around lately I delivered you a package but all I know is that your name's Anivia because it was on the package. What's up, girl? What do you do with life? <laughs> I deliver packages. <laughs> are you sure you, are you, sure you de- that you deliver packages? Because I, I heard that you actually sell your body around town. Because I hear oftentimes <gasps> couriers and courtesans are, are often conflated. Oof. For you, baby. Maybe. And but she's no, most people, I just deliver packages. Wasn't that what he was hinting at when he said delivered package? He winked at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes, ask the wrong tree. <laughs> By all means. All trees are good trees, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this one's this one's not for you. She's like, oh, well. That's, you, yeah, that's fine. She's like, well, normally when I'm up top, I usually help my wife. She's part of the Eagle Watch. <gasps> the Eagle Watch. <laughs> that's the part of the sentence. Yeah, that's what you took away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Her name's Irabeth. She's she is the the guard captain for the Eagle Watch. I I hope she is okay. I hope she is safe. No doubt when things started happening that she'd be on the front lines. I I so desperately wish to be back with her again. So if you were gonna spell your wife's name, <laughs> some would say that it's spelled I R A B E T H, but that's just me. I don't know. I don't want to be too specific. <laughs> oh, that breaks my heart. Don't worry. We'll get out of here together and she kind of looks at you it's like I, I am glad that, that our past did cross it's mm. it's nice to have someone to talk to down here because honestly it's it's quite terrifying and dark that's true it's not so much here with this nice green light though it seems eerie to some I'm quite partial to green what just because it's a good color or are you hinting at something she kind of like Riley smiles and like looks oh. away I love you. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think his eyes are yellow, actually. Oh. Um, oh. I don't know. Yeah, see, I did a lot of time. Arrow's colorblind. <laughs> no, wait. That's not canon. Take that away. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Anyways, Arrow, no back to you <laughs> looking at a tapestry, <laughs> and you're like, is it red or it's is like, it green? Oh, is man. it red? Or All these shades green? of brown are like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so what is... So Barb is tending to Aravashnial, Poe and Nevi are having this conversation. Uh, Lillian is silently screaming inside of herself at the moment. <laughs> uh, Errol and Alu, what are you up to? So I'd also like to check the body of whatever we just slayed. All right, uh, go ahead and roll me another perception check, please. Ooh, natural 19, so that's a 21. So you find on that body, you find two potions uh, that you're not entirely sure of. All and right. on his left hand is a knotted gold ring. Ooh. Uh, could I do a quick detect evil on the, the ring or the potions? Yeah, there is no specific aura coming off the potions, but you do, as you like are detecting alignment around you, you realize that with this creature slain, it is, uh, there's still this faint kind of evil aura that is surrounding you. Is there any sort of like, direction that I can tell, or is it just like, I just know it's there? It seems to be enveloping you from all sides. It's faint. It doesn't seem to be coming from a single individual. Huh. I think with that, um, <clears throat> Errol was also looking over the Warhammer and kind of examining the kind of scratched up, destroyed symbol of Torag on the wall. Um, and um, I think in last last episode, uh, we had talked about there being just kind of like an evil aura in this room. So is there any way to kind of like restore it? I don't know. Uh, Roll me a knowledge religion check, please. I believe you can do so as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to okay. say. That is a 21. 21, Alu? 13. 13, yeah. So, Alu, you're, you're still a little bit thrown. Perhaps you're concentrating on those potions you have in hand. But, uh, Errol, you know that this place is desecrated. Uh, things are destroyed. The bonds of whoever it was supposed to be drawn down there, Torag and all them, uh, his presence has since left and it has been replaced by whatever affliction was bothering this person in life. You know that if you spend the next eight hours or so cleaning, praying, uh, you might be able to pull the uh, eye of another deity there and hopefully consecrate it. Okay. Yeah, I think this being kind of a symbol of Torag and uh, a deity of dwarven people, he would like to do that and he's going to suggest that to the party and I think I'd like to spend some time restoring the the good to this temple. All right, so um, it's going to be a flat DC to try to consecrate. So if everyone agrees to that eight hours, you can rest in this place. Um, and you can pray and clean. And then if you pass the DC, you and Alu can both try. As you both try to pull the different focuses of your deities there, if one of you succeeds, you will have consecrated the location. And what is the DC? Uh, I will tell you <laughs> after you roll. <laughs> nice try. That was that Damn. was that was pretty slick. So that was pretty slick. You almost got so me. close. <clears throat> so right. the, no modifier or anything. It's just a straight roll. It's a it's a knowledge religion. Okay. Okay. Who's oh. on a nineteen? It's always on something, Woody. Five. <laughs> you know, when you roll it around, it's actually on a bunch of numbers at once as it rolls and cascades. Yeah, that's how rolling works. amazing really. trays. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. And as you all spend some time going there, Paul, 
Arrow feels this sudden presence that he has been missing since he has been underground, and he feels as though Saren Ray is with him. Yeah, he spends a lot of time clutching the the symbol of Saren Ray that hangs around his neck, kind of tucked on the inside of his his breastplate, but um, you know, kind of pulls it out and spends some time and praying. You f- and you feel the presence of the Dawn Star, and uh, you have consecrated this location once more uh, while this is happening and i assume before you all go to sleep is there anything else you'd like to do i still have spell slots so i would like to use those to heal up the injured party peoples okay um, party people i think if i remember correctly some people are only down like three or six and how many spell slots do you have left uh i use protection from evil so i have oh, two left that's right uh so alu you actually are I'm quite at one hp okay yeah. so why don't we roll some uh hit for okay. Alu. Um, in the meantime, Alu would also take over the, the two potions and the gold ring to, to Lillian. Um, Please, tell me, Master of, who tells us what everything is? What are these? The conveyor belt of Master what of Spellcraft. The shape is this. <laughs> yes, exactly. No better job. Uh, uh, that is in a jump. Yeah, so you know those are two potions of Cure Light Wounds, and the Golden Ring is not magical in any way. Uh, can I do an appraisal check on it? Yes, you can. 20. 20. Uh, that Golden Ring is worth 125 gold pieces. Ooh. Sweet. Ooh. Throw it away. That. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and then for the healing on Alu, uh, so Errol is going to also use... His blessing of powerful healer gives uh, for those at home. It gives his 50%. healing percent. Yeah, yeah, an additional fifty percent. Big money. Boom. So that's a plus one. So seven plus three. Ten. Ten. How are you feeling, Alu? Way better. Way better. Yeah, way, way, way better. Way better. <laughs> way better. Does anybody else need any topping off before we roll for? You know, I'm pretty die. sure I had damage, but there are downsides to using wet erase markers <laughs> <laughs> on a laminated sheet. And uh, you know let, me, let me count the ways. <laughs> One, <laughs> I accidentally I erased think I had, it. Let's, get, let's go with like 10, and then everybody can listen to the previous episode. Right, and six points it. of healing for you. Uh, okay, just do like one more. Seven points of healing? <laughs> <laughs> so you healed seven points. I don't know why people don't do that more often. Yeah, that was so easy. <laughs> you just add. Yeah. Simple addition. That was all my spell slots. Oh. Okay. So okay. what we'll do is we'll... Just we'll, go to sleep. We'll go to sleep. Sleep uh, it off. Uh, yes, and so yes. the way that I do healing, I do it a little differently than other campaigns. Uh, the way that it works is that it requires you just to roll half your hit dice rounding up, which I know is different than most Pathfinder uh, ways to go because you often round down, and you do roll whatever those dice are and then add your con, and that's what you heal overnight. So, Barb, what'd you get? Uh, I healed four. So let's Did you roll a one? I rolled a two when you said half my hit die. No, so, so you have one hit dice because you're level one. Okay. So you roll your hit dice. I roll my hit die. What's that number? I got a two. Okay, plus and your you said con. half. No. Plus my con. Yeah, so so that's five, because your con is plus three. Right. When he says I half you your hit dice, he means like at level two you have two hit die, so, so you only roll, roll one. one hit oh. die. Yeah. Yes. Ah, that so, wet erase marker, it's getting me all over the place. <laughs> Everyone else, Poe, what'd you roll? Five. Five. Lillian? 
Just roll for fun. I did. I oh, we're rolling for fun. Yeah. Well, because I think you have oh. like six hit points, so you'd know. So you're probably okay though. No, I I didn't get any damage. I didn't. Nice. <laughs> you're just sitting there. You're like, look at all these fools. I know. I was ah, like, oh yeah, damage. I'm good. I don't need to. Okay. This yeah. foolish ranged character running into melee like a fool. Oh, Lou, hey, what it's did a you learning get? experience. I'm new. <laughs> All types of characters uh, are welcome. So I rolled an 8 with my comm modifier. That's 10. And yeah, that's so you should be all shiny and new. Oh, so yeah. you awake the next day feeling refreshed, but on top of that, you actually all feel as though you've been imbued with the bless spell for the next Ooh. 24 hours. So what that means is you gain a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls, and on saving flo- saving throws against fear effects. Hmm. Awesome. Sweet. Sweet. Wait, so now I don't long? have to prepare that for spell. 24 hours. Ooh. For 24 hours. Hashtag blessed. And you feel you feel as though whilst you were sleeping in here. Oh my god. And good podcast, guys. I'm out of here. So, <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. It's okay. I can edit around that. Um, but he's not going to. <laughs> you don't know me. Uh, so yeah, you feel as though you've been imbued with these powers. You also felt like you were, you know, very much protected in this space whilst you whilst you slept. Praise Dorag. Is this where we should have our therapy sessions? Because it's a safe space. This is always where we should have. Alu leaves. Lillian, <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you got going on? I I feel like Lillian did not sleep super well. She's tossing and turning, trying to like calm herself, not knowing exactly what that mark meant and why it was so similar. Um, she spent a lot of time trying to relax and remember any time that she might have seen it. All right. Um, so you can go ahead. Uh, what are the knowledges that you have? Uh, arcana, nature, and um, history. So I'm going to have you do two things for me. First, I want you to roll me a fortitude save. <coughs> Eighteen. Uh, so you do manage, though you toss and turn, you do feel somewhat rested, and you do not succumb to the, the fatigued condition. Um, but now roll me a separate Arcana check. Knowledge Arcana. Natural twenty. Hey-o. So you spend all this time thinking and hoping and wishing, and you have this almost ethereal memory. It seems otherworldly. Like, you weren't there, but watched it. You almost see yourself in it, as though you were outside of your body whilst experiencing it. Your parents, not your foster parents, you remember them. You were young. You remember that they had clothing with this symbol on it, and it was on a tunic that they wore underneath their normal clothes. Hmm. And the words Rift Warden kind of rattle around in your head. You don't know what that word means, but you remember them saying it, and you assume that's what the symbol is associated with. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I was really excited to give you the fatigue condition. It's it's not great. Yeah, Yeah, nothing like a self-imposed condition. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, like, I appreciate someone (laughs) that she she gambles something to gain something. I will carry her. You can. You're quite strong. <laughs> you, I can you all carry her unburdened, though. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, I looked that up, by the way. Uh, well, it's just you. that my movement speed doesn't go down. Yeah, your movement, but everything else you do gets affected well, terribly. My armor check penalty is already shit. That's so fair. Right. I like to imagine just this pile of objects on a dwarf, like in a cartoon, <laughs> and then a feather drops on him, and you then all of a sudden he's collapses. not encumbered, but everything else is just a shit show. <laughs> yes. 
That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you all awaken, even Lillian, feeling quite refreshed and blessed. Um, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Poe's going to go sit down by Barb for breakfast. Hey, girl. So why are you down here? Um, and then she blushes because she's <laughs> not used to talking to uh, people that are shirtless. Or people that are... <laughs> or wearing dead snakes. <laughs> dead snake sleeves. Just one sleeve, Just one girl. sleeve. The other sleeve is still very much intact. Um, I think we all <laughs> fell down the hole. <laughs> I don't, Why are you I here? Don't know if you, <laughs> we fell down the hole. If you remember <laughs> yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I was trying on cloaks. <laughs> Did you find any? Because that top is flattering. Oh. Clearly she didn't. She's not wearing a cloak. Yeah. Your character would know that. Yeah. It's very tone deaf. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> character? <laughs> <laughs> no, your character's on point. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. And I'm just going to blush and eat my ration, whatever that is. Errol sees everybody kind of riling awake and calls out, oh, oh, we got toasted bagels over here with cream <laughs> cheese. Uh, and so you become a bagel. A fruit seed. platter. I'm so and, glad that they uh, yeah, those, Coffee. Those 10 rations you found were <laughs> amazing. That guy that I, no, died down here? I thought this Temple here? of Torag had continental breakfast. I saw that on the menu. Well, no, they said they had breakfast, but actually it's just like toast in a toaster and like some cream oh. cheese. Like, you know how they get you from the holiday? It's not Shit. hot breakfast. It's continental. Those things are, are different. different. Google it. Like small cereal bowls that like you feel guilty if you eat more than one of them. But actually that one cereal bowl is enough to fill you with that. Pop tarts you can eat once a week. But they have like minutes. really like they have little Pop-tarts. etchings of uh, the hammer of Torag. That's <laughs> that's how they got. Can we that's can we get a quick Pop Tart vote? Uh, brown sugar, everybody, hands up. Yeah, brown sugar. I'll do yeah. That. That's good. Okay. Okay. S'mores. I'm a s'mores. I'm Ew. I'm a classic strawberry. Hey. Yeah. 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 Frosted. 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 frosted, absolutely yes. frosted. Now, okay. it wasn't before, but now it is GM versus the players. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the frosted ones? What? They're all frosted. Like no, no, no. Like pop tarts. No. Pop torts. Pop torts. I like s'mores pop torts. <laughs> Brought to you by pop torts. We're definitely tort. not pop tarts. No, Don't you, sue you us. Can get the unfrosted ones dish. where it's just like the strudel top with no like extra sugar on top. I tried to eat a toaster strudel a couple times as a kid, but I always burn my mouth. And yep. that is not yes. that is not the reason yes. to dislike something, but that is exactly why when I dislike it. you're a child, it. you respond to very few stimuli. Child, one of them is heat. 17-year-old <laughs> high school student who is Whatever. pretty tired and groggy. When you throw a little plastic thing full of like creamy, clear white liquid into the microwave and hit like five is minutes. Is it clear or is it yeah. white? Pick a lane, Paul. You clear white. Opaque. <laughs> Opaque. Okay. There you go. Halfway Ugh. in between. All right. Let's so, just hang say po- po- many <laughs> egos and let's move on. Perfect. Oh. Poe and Barb are having this, this amazing conversation Cinnamon. Cinnamon where, Barb, Deep. where Barb is feeling <laughs> rather flustered. Uh, Poe, what do you say to that response? <laughs> he's hey, always he shrugged. He shrugged. He's, he's always good to start a convo. <laughs> so he doesn't want to finish them. <laughs> hey, Horgus. <laughs> and Horgus, like he's he's Can sitting he as here? far away from you as possible, and he just like hangs his head. He's like, yes. I need your help. What is it that you need? Your help. With what kind, sir? Talking. You're so good at it. Oh, that's sweet. And he goes. Has anyone else wondered what may lie beyond these walls, these <laughs> constricting walls that keep us 
so close together. I'm an indoor cat, so I'm totally fine with this. <laughs> yeah, we should probably get out of here because we only have so many rations, and you don't want to see me when I'm hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Oh. Don't worry, I have Snickers. You're good. Yeah, I don't know. Um. People, people get grumpy <laughs> when they're hungry. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Do you want to check out any other part of this place before you leave? I mean, we'll do... Well, we checked this room, and it's all kind of torn to crap, and yep. we kind of restored some holiness, I suppose, to it. Yep, yep. And we checked the body of the the guy that we struck down. Um, there was the little fountain with uh, holy water, so I think we should... If we have any empty vials... I, I believe you one. already forced uh, Lillian oh, to yeah. empty her... Yeah. her <laughs> bioluminescent fungi. We did, mushrooms. but now that the place is blessed, does that make a difference? No. It's a double blessed holy water, <laughs> which is... 48 hours, I believe. It even burns holy people. <laughs> you can baptize one baby for the price of two. Just <laughs> two babies. Like, one Boom. elsewhere in the one world is, the like, forgiven of its sins. <laughs> just randomly, it's like, this baby seems like it just got baptized. Can for every <laughs> pair of shoes you buy. Yeah, one baby blessed for free. Can, can Luna... <laughs> Use it as a bird bath. Absolutely, she can. That would be adorable. Sierra, make some bird sounds with your mouth. <laughs> that's the sound of feathers being cleaned with water. Yeah. Well done. And that's Sierra with sound effects. Chirp, chirp, chirp. You're welcome. <laughs> can you can you do a creaky door as we exit the establishment? No, no, no. It's Sierra with sound effects because yeah. of the alliteration. That's a good sound effect. That's go. a good sound I effect, Woody. Nice. Well done. I mean, that's what you get. <laughs> See, you have did that with their mouth. This yeah. is wild. <laughs> when you have, when you have that. Sirenscape should hire her. They yeah. should. <laughs> I don't know if they're hiring. They already have pr- a, a lot of really primo content. They already hired, uh, what was that, Carl Winslow? No, what's the dude from uh, Police Academy? Yeah, Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Yeah. 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 I can't do it. He's Carl Winslow. I don't think. Uh, I think that's the guy from. Family Matters, Carl Winslow. What's oh, the, what's the right. police that academy? Is. I don't know. You look it up. What is everyone doing? You want to explore <laughs> this <laughs> space? Leaving the building. No, no, no. I want to go deep Exit into this. the establishment. All right. So you walk, you go ahead and you, you leave. Um, you leave the kind of bioluminescent fungi behind you uh, as you continue to walk through. It, it takes you some time. You walk for about 25 or 30 minutes. You know that Anivia being uh you know hobbled is taking her a little more time but you go about 2000 feet or so and finally you come to this really big cavern as you walk into the cavern you see that on all sides the walls have been carved to these really well detailed beautiful statues of various individuals with armor and they have swords and shields and arrows but you also notice that they have wounds. Their heads covered in this gauze kind of also been immaculately carved into the stone. And they have these looks of defeat upon them. It is a strange thing to kind of, you know, immortalize, but you find it surrounding you. I was going to walk up to one of them and look at the gauze and see if it's clean gauze or dirty <laughs> gauze. It is gauze that has been carved out of rock, so dirty. That doesn't answer the question. He's going to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you touch it. It is, uh, it's rock. <laughs> it's not plaster. 
It's not plaster. Mm. His favorite. Can he's, tell? He's a rock connoisseur, so he would know immediately. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> you're, you're fairly certain that it's sedimentary. Like though, you wish it was igneous because igneous. <sighs> yes. Let's all be honest. Is pretty great. It's definitely sedimentary. Mm. Definitely because those are the only two of the three that I remember. Yeah. Right. Why are there two metamorph? No. Nope. Because Barb double. Yeah, Barb dragged her, her thing down. Um. No. Can we tell if this relates to the Crusades at all? Uh, you can try. Uh, the double you can barbs. A, you can <laughs> the double barbs. You can only acknowledge history. Oh yeah. Can somebody uh, come come look at this and we'll acknowledge history? <laughs> <laughs> come quick, someone who knows something. It looks like a battle from some time recent. I just look I, at I'm things gonna come look. Yeah. I don't Thank have. You. I Thank don't you, have Lillian. History. I have Same. local and religion. Don't worry, he'll, don't worry. Lillian does. She knows. Ooh. All she She's our spellcraft and knowledge history bot. <laughs> 23 <laughs> oh, that's good math right. you you recognize so as you're going through Lillian you you kind of join and you see Poe kind of like running his hands across the stone and Barb kind of standing in awe this chamber is huge it's, it has a 70 foot high ceiling and it's domed with all these stalactites above as you go through you realize that these individuals are clothed in a very different way uh, the armor seems outdated. The swords seem to be in a fashion from long ago. And as you think about it, you are pretty sure that these are people that fought in the First Crusade. And you remember at the same time that the First Crusade went terribly. Like, they basically were just fighting to, to stop the world wound from obtaining a foothold, and they failed. And that's probably why they look so defeated. Yeah, didn't the First Crusade, they captured Dresden? I mean, they could have, but your character doesn't know that. Only Lillian. No matter. Anyways, Lillian was like, they definitely <laughs> captured Dresden. They definitely in the first <laughs> like, crusade captured Dresden. Hundred percent. But yeah, so you you see that and you see it kind of all over this room. It's, you know, very apparent. Okay. So she's going to turn to Barb and she's going to feel <laughs> up the statues and she's going to feel up the statues. Yeah. I'm going to blush po again. Poe looks on in an excitement. I have the blush condition. <laughs> I think Poe just joins in. He's like, yeah. oh, this is what we're doing now? <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> he is, he's assisting me. He's already been feeling the pecs of every single warrior. <laughs> hey, all pecs of every single warrior. I think Poe's equal, equal opportunist yeah. when it comes to this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, these pecs are made of stone. <laughs> you must work out. How much do you bench? <laughs> so, sorry, Lillian, you're running your hands up and down these stones. She feels threatened by Poe's knowledge and says, and they happen to be images from the first crusade. And she trails off and like looks off in the dis middle distance and everyone's just kind of watching her do this. Was it, yeah. Wasn't the first crusade a while ago? That, that means someone has been down here for a long time. Yeah, you would assume so. Cool, that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that roleplay. Good episode, everybody. No. Barb's Fade knowledge. out music. Yeah. Errol. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't remember. Really ended on a cliffhanger there. Errol. You're welcome. <laughs> Errol uh, seeing the, the statues or sculptures kind of carved into it and then hearing a little bit of the history lesson from Lillian... Uh, he starts to to reminisce a little bit uh, and starts to think about his ancestry and where his family came from and um, his his family 
has been around for many generations and they created armor for a lot of the people who voyaged to the first crusade so he's kind of like stopped and like thinking and in a in a place of nostalgia right now so as you arrow approach these stones you no wait <laughs> uh -oh. Don't do that to me. Uh -oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you notice one of them on their shield has a seeming symbol that is like a, almost a, a half-remembered symbol of the light shields, and the person holding it is a dwarf. So you do recognize yourself a little, at the very least, yeah. in these images. Yeah, maybe he sees that like specific symbol, like partial symbol on a very specific... Sculpture. All right, so uh, what is everyone else up to? Uh, rolling for initiative? Nothing's <laughs> <laughs> happened. No, so you Poe's talking to the blind guy, Aravash. Aravash, yeah. <laughs> the blind Or Aravash, as uh, Lillian has named him. Mm -hmm. Aravash. Hey, so I don't know if you know this or not, but you look a little blind and... <laughs> <laughs> And you, you look, and so the healing in the day has passed. Like, the wounds have healed over, but it's obvious that he still has these pretty deep, like, gouges out of his eyes. Oh, I'm uh, a, a little concerned. I would hate it if your head got infected. Your head. Yeah, that would <laughs> suck. <laughs> so I got, I got this Band-Aid for you. Let me take off my not-snakeskin sleeve. <laughs> Give it to him. Uh, this is for your eyeballs. He he he. May they rest it. in peace. <laughs> <laughs> he he holds it in, in his hands, and he 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 weighs it for a second. And he takes it behind his head and he wraps it around his eyes. Well, it's what what I I don't I don't know what to say. I thank you. Is in the first moment of kindness I have felt since, since we have, since we have fallen. Go ahead and roll me a, a knowledge diplomacy. Sorry, not a knowledge diplomacy. Roll me a diplomacy <laughs> check <laughs> with a plus five there. Uh, 18. 18. And 19. 19. Uh, and just like that, with that bit of kindness, you feel like you finally won Aravashnial onto your side. Aww. Aww. He leans in for a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but he kisses the wall because he can't <laughs> see. Aww. Get and he accepts it because he's... Aww. You know, he's just, he, he's been, I like, you know that he's been putting on this kind of display, this mm -hmm. kind of almost uh, machismo to make him seem as though he's the one that's most qualified to be down there. It's like the, the first, like, real kind of moment from Aravash Nail. So, yeah. what, why didn't you hand him the snake sleeve? Because uh, it's cool. Yeah. Was it, like, a fashion choice? You had two For sleeves him? and you chose to give him the... Yeah. Less or rubbing one? dead snake scales in your recent eye wounds <laughs> is probably yeah. not the best. Uh, it's not stretchy. It's got to stretch over his big dome. <laughs> <laughs> the roll of knowledge, roll of knowledge dome. Yeah, <laughs> knowledge dome. You know that this dome you're standing in is 70 feet and that our Avashnil has a he big ass dome. He used his hands to dome. measure the circumference of his head. And we Travis's know hands. the size of Travis's hands because mm -hmm. we use them for an Just earlier discussion. Just his fingers. <laughs> Hashtag go back to the Instagram. Yeah. You already saw the fingers. Fingers, get ready for the hands. <laughs> Lillian, what are you up to? Um, quick question. Did Lillian perchance see the interaction between Barb and Aravash? 
yeah, you you would have probably been like standing kind of off in the corner, like hesitant to have been a part of it in case like something more like aggressive came of it. Because if some if he had reacted really viscerally to it, you wouldn't have wanted to been you wouldn't have wanted to been attributed to that. So, but you watched it happen from a bit of a distance. Okay. Um, that is a bit of knowledge she will put in her back pocket. And she'll continue examining um, and just keeping an eye open for any imagery that she thinks would be significant. Awesome. Alu, what are you up to? Uh, I'm also kind of looking at all the carvings and seeing if there's any sort of iconography that I can discern of or, I don't know, any other person who would be of importance to me that I could recognize out of any of those statues. You don't see anyone that, that seems uh, particularly famous, anyone that seems to stand out. You do see a slew of various religious iconography that is there, various deities present, Desna, Serenray, Iomade. Like these these good deities that are often attributed to sending forces towards the crusade. Nothing in particular seems to jump out, um, but that's as you're kind of scanning. That's that's kind of what you see. Okay. And Barb is gonna see that we've kind of gathered some information from this room, but also that our rations are gonna start dwindling. So yeah. she's gonna say, I I think we should keep moving. So you move away, you entered from the west into this large domed room. You do see to the southeast there is uh, an exit or at least another entrance into a different space. Uh, seeing that there's a an entrance into another space, I'll draw my fire giant's great sword just as we enter in, just in case. Just in case. All right, so as you move across the room, um, you see above these two kind of stalactites start wiggling and shaking and they detach and they descend uh, upon you. Everybody go ahead and roll for uh, initiative. Why don't we ever look up? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. The ceilings are like 70 feet tall if I were to guess. It's very well, tall. dark vision only goes up to 60 feet, so <gasps> just saying. What? That doesn't sound like Spooky. me. <laughs> you piece of shit. Don't blame me. What'd you roll? <laughs> I see you shaking your head. What'd you do? We don't want to talk about it. What'd you do? It's really good. He rolled really good. It's you good. Practice roll. Mulligan. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a mulligan this session. We get one of those each time, right? House yep. roll? Uh, no. Oh, shit. For saying that, actually, give that yourself a minus five to your no. initiative. The dice of fate. <laughs> oh. The dice of fate. <laughs> nope. Okay. Sorry. Answer, <laughs> John. Uh-huh. All right, so let's go ahead. Errol, what did you roll? I rolled a 14. 14. Um, Barb got a nine. I'm just going to throw it out there real quick. Everyone forget about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Lillian, <laughs> what did you roll? Lillian also got a nine. Mm-hmm. And then Poe? 16. Alu? I win eight. Eight. Oh. That's not a win. That is not it a win. We thought we were golfing because we said <laughs> mulligan. <laughs> Ah, oh, so confused. All right, so you see these two giant bat-like creatures descend um, right onto you, and they do get a surprise round just because you didn't really kind of check around the room to see what was going on. They move in rather quickly and close the gap, um, both of them getting on either side of bar. No. And they descend at an angle, vent and attack of opportunity yeah. from arrow. Uh, and they come up. So the first one, this one that's going to be uh, on your bottom right, we'll call him uh, Bat Guy. 
We have a uh, roll 20 faux pas. Lillian didn't put in her initiative. <gasps> oh, oh, you're right. Not row. How dare you? So now your initiative's zero. No. That's what you get. No. <laughs> no, wait. Computers. They don't have computers in the cave. They don't. You're right. Um, so, this fir- so this first one's going to go ahead. And as it as it kind of moves in towards you, it's using this kind of funnel-like back end. And it <laughs> turns it around and it almost like distends to three to four times its size as though it might have the chance to completely envelop you. Oh, good God. What? Uh, in a 22. What? Wait, uh, what? Huh, that's going to something? <laughs> hit gonna is hit? the word you're looking for. Well, is it going to hit? So first. Is it a tangle foot bag? It does uh, eight points of damage. Hey, yikes. Good thing I'm healed to full wow. HP probably. And then it immediately goes to grapple you. Uh, that is a six against your CMD. Oh, that hits. No. What? No, no my no, CMD no, no, is no. 17. So no. So no. So it, so it goes. So what was it the managed, damage? Sorry. It was my, eight. Uh-huh. Um, and so though it grabs you, it goes. So it basically slams its head into you, trying to throw you off of your game. And it tries to envelop you with this like funnel-like uh, end of itself. And it doesn't manage to get all the way around you. It is Anivia's turn. So Anivia is going to do her best to stay kind of in the background to watch and wait because she's injured. <laughs> she doesn't have that many arrows and she's a little bit afraid. And don't shoot me. Of uh, what might happen if uh, they descend upon her. The next one uh, also moves to attack you. Come on. Um, it rolls a seven. Does a seven hit? Nope. Ooh. Awesome. Poe, it is your turn. Poe is going to move. Gotta do math. <laughs> Break up that 20. calculator. <laughs> There's a measurement tool on roll twenty if you want to use that. Does it include? It's a great time to discuss the it, measurement tool. Does it tool include the sneaking around the guy? It does not. But exactly. So I gotta be clever there. There you go. There you go. Um, now we get into the questions about mechanics. So you're not flanking because Barb is still flat-footed. Jesus. Barb. And so, because oh. she's so she's not threatening. Okay, but that's also not the question. But that's very good to know. It's important to know because <laughs> you're because you would be flanking otherwise. Know. And yeah. knowing that that was my intent, but it takes a move action to draw or sheath a weapon unless you have the two weapon fighting, in which case you can draw two. Can you also have to have a BAB of plus one to? To draw whilst you while while moving, moving. Yeah. and so can I use? You have a standard action, and a, can I use a standard action as a move action to draw stuff? Yes, you can. So a standard Perfect. action has a lot more play than a move action does. Yeah, because you, you can double move if you need to. So that's what I thought. Okay, I'm gonna draw my stuff. Yeah, you draw that stuff. All right, it's uh, Errol, it is your turn. You are flanking Poe with that giant bat thing. So go ahead and roll for attack. Okay, I'll swing at Poe. Perfect. <laughs> now I'm going to move around to the side. So, 5, 10, 15. I don't have enough movement to get into this spot to flank with Poe because they moved too far forward. Uh, so I'm actually just going to move down here and attack this southernmost uh can i roll is there a knowledge i can roll i probably don't have it 
Um, there is. You can roll a knowledge in nature, which I don't think you have. Don't. Okay. Uh, then he's just gonna take a swing at that southernmost. Actually, it's knowledge arcana. My my apologies, but but I don't think you have that either. Ooh, nope. interesting. <clears throat> are we gonna try to ride the bed? What? <laughs> they are they are medium size. They're small size creatures. So. I have handle animal. Just you wait. <laughs> That's not what handle animal means. <laughs> Too bad. We, we spent four hours going over this. <laughs> Right. You petting our cat is not handling that animal. <laughs> if I whisper it to the cat, it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Swing at this. So then there's bat. Ten? Ten is a miss. So you, you go to swing. You come up the other side. You swing your dwarven axe at it, and it misses it. Uh, so it is going to be Aravashnial's turn. He's going to wait for Horgus to move him if Horgus decides to do so. Lillian, it is your turn. Well, we have a matched initiative, so who's got the bigger initiative modifier? Oh, yeah. Who has the bigger initiative? What's your... I got plus three. She's got two. Two. All right. So, Barbie, you are up first. In the so yeah. sorry. But I'm also getting attacked by bats from all angles. So um, if... They're flanking me. Is it a disadvantage? No, no. Okay, it's but just an advantage I'm flanking for them. now that I'm not flat-footed because Poe's on the other side. Correct. Yes, you are. Yep. Indeed. All right. Since I already had my great sword out. So you could say we are in the bat cave. Oh. Uh, uh, Alfred. On DC. They're not bats. No, um, <laughs> who gonna do? Well, I don't know. Math? I didn't have knowledge of nature. They look like bats to me. It's knowledge arcana. Math, math, math. I'm I don't have math. knowledge arcana. They look like bats to me. All right, I'm done with Matt. Okay, what's your math? <clears throat> 17. 17 is a hit. <gasps> Sweet. See, I was Yay. just buying time for Barb to do her math. That was great. Yeah, that's just crystal, let's be honest. All right. More math if you want to come up with a side discussion. More math? <laughs> Anyways, you guys ever do some meth? It's pretty sweet. Plus three, gonna... plus Whoa, six on a calculator. Right. I did quick maths. Uh, <laughs> quick 16. Maths. 16 to the northern bat to the northernmost bat and as you swing your sword you manage to cut him from from mouth to funnel because you're not entirely sure what those parts are you just through things vertically bisecting everything i i mean you don't have to (laughs) i can i can make that not happen no i think i should do that and as the two halves of the bat (laughs) fall apart i see poe on the other side and then i blush again Reaction to blush. Or you, or you do that thing where like things get cut in half and like you put it together and you're like, it's okay, and you're trying to like put it back. It's like, it's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Lillian, it is your turn. Lillian gets the impression that it might behoove her to check these things out, consult her knowledge arcana, if you will. Go ahead and roll that knowledge arcana. Eighteen. Eighteen. You know these are dark mantles. Oh boy. <laughs> what does that mean? What yeah. <laughs> so there, I can give you, uh, they are small magical beasts. I can give you uh, one piece of useful knowledge. I will take one piece of useful knowledge. All right. Um, so I will give you that they have a fly speed. Uh, that's not so much useful, so I'll just give you that. But you do know that because of that kind of funnel-like end that they can distend to any size, if they manage to hit anybody, they get a free chance to grab and then constrict them. So they do immediate additional damage that they get to do every round whenever they manage to stay within grappled with, with, with grappled with somebody. So you, you kind of want to keep your distance from them. 
All right. With that knowledge, she's going to yell, beware the dark mantles and move away. <laughs> that does us nothing. <laughs> Double move action and get the hell out of there. <laughs> no. She still wants to take standard action. Um, she's going to go ahead and inflict some light wounds. You have to do that by touching them, so running oh, away does okay, not work. Okay, you're right, you're right. So instead, she's going to fire. <laughs> Here I come! And she's like, her finger out. It's like, wait for this, motherfucker. You're right, you're right. Are you firing the crossbow? I'm firing the crossbow. It's not loaded yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm loading my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so if you don't move, your move action is loading the crossbow. And then your standard, standard action is shooting. Is shooting. So. She's definitely moving. <laughs> well, you can also you can also five foot step and then use a move equivalent action. Just let her play your character anyway. No, no, no. But that's good for future knowledge. Yes. I think she'll so. be prepared for the next section. Of the she'll game. be she'll be super she's good. So it's prepared. Double so. double loaded. <laughs> I take two move actions to double load it. What does the funnel do? I have hang knowledge. on, then, hang on. Let me do the, the the GM thing to make this a lot easier. Do you relay all the knowledge you just learned to the party? <laughs> <laughs> How useful. Um, yes. Uh, well, Perfect. so beware the dark mantles. I was hoping mantles. she'd say no. <laughs> it's like, no, what? Fuck. They will grab you and destroy you. That's all I say. Perfect. Good God. I mean, that conveys I mean, the general idea. Barb has the shaken yeah. condition. I'll give that to myself. No, why? <laughs> I also give myself the sickened, blinded, yeah. and broken condition. I give myself the weapons. permanent death condition. Uh, Alu, it is your turn. All right, so I'm still in the northeastern section of the cave, kind of the opening to it. So I'm going to move 10 feet down it. Uh, so I'm perfectly due east of the last mantle. You're due west of it. Due west. You're we're west and west. Oh, no. You're just, oh, no. just saying It's stuff been a long day. You're good. Uh, and then I'm going to, um, yeah, take a shot at it right. with my longbow. And also, you know, shout out to everyone. I really hope everyone remembers that they are blessed for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Natural nice. 20. Oh! Boom. Boom. That, All right, that is go good. ahead and roll, roll to, to confirm. confirm. No dice jail for Woody yet. Not That's going to be like well, a record. Uh, I'm so Wait, sorry. Wait, hang on. Wait for it. Here we go. 17. That is a confirm. Yes. Critical. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, I'll go ahead and read those piercing, cards. Piercing weapon? Yep. All right. From the uh, Paizo critical hit deck, you have the surprise opening, double damage, and one free attack against the target with a minus five penalty. Whoa. What? Go so ahead. so roll double damage, okay. and then roll another attack if it's still alive. <laughs> uh, 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay. Still alive? Still alive. All right. All right. Roll another attack. Not minus great. five penalty. But the mi- oh, yeah, then 11. 11. So you you manage to like off kilter it and you you slam it and it's not doing super great and so you reach back in your quiver and you take another shot and it manages to go over the top of it. Um. All right. It is Horgus's turn. Horgus is going to move up just next to Aravashniel because they're all in the western cavern, kind of huddled there. He isn't going to go much further though because it seems like you all have this under control. A lot of that happens. This uh, dark mantle, uh, the one that's left over, it's going to go ahead and it's going to kind of start moving away from y'all. And it's going to go this way. Where's that? Which way? So it's gone easterly and it's moved its full complement of movement. Do we get attacks of opportunity because it left melee range? Uh, You do. Both of you do. I'm going to 
take a swing at him as he tries to move away. So, yeah, arrow whispers. Ooh, that is a 21 to hit. That's a hit. Do it. <gasps> do it. Nine that'll, points that'll of damage. Do. That'll do. And you strike it out of the air right as it tries to leave. <laughs> yeah. And it falls to the ground. And you are out of You're combat. Done. Once again, we Final just come creatures. in on these creatures' homes, and I was and trying I... to escape. Because nah, it was man, so we're trying scared. to move through. <laughs> just you guys are you guys are horrible murderers. Oh, oh me! I just finished loading my crossbow. <laughs> 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 oh boy. Well, I think Lillian is most easterly, and she is incredibly prepared for battle if she would like to lead the charge. Okay, she's just gonna peek into the next room. Oh. All right, so Doody. as you peek into the next room, you see the smoldering remains of a fire. Um, the fire has burnt down, but the embers are still hot, letting off a light glow. You see a well-used, but barely, I wanna say, I don't know, broken down uh, bedroll that's in there. And you see that this room, as opposed to the last one, is covered in carvings and like these hieroglyphics these words uh, kind of all over the place. Just going to detect magic? So as you detect magic, you actually detect no magic in that room. Oh, okay. There's no magic in here. <laughs> <laughs> She's, She's going to do that to me. She's going to uh, move forward as sneakily as she can. Okay, roll me a stealth check, please. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you move along, and as you do so, like, you definitely knock some stuff over. Your footfall isn't as, as light as it should be as you enter the room. I'll head in behind her, and it's not even worth me trying to do a stealth check, so do it. I'll do just it. stay close to her. I blame Barb. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Pushing you forward. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, I probably tripped into her. Paul's going to holler back, hey, you guys, come on, let's go. To the three that aren't controlled by us players. <laughs> <laughs> they will continue onwards. Um, and I think Lou will kind of bring up the rest of the group and also detect evil in the general vicinity. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't detect any evil. Can I roll a perception check? Because you said the embers are still kind of burning. So just perception. Uh, is it perception or survival it'll if I want to see whatever was in there is still there? It'll, it'll be a survival. Okay, survival check. 18. 18. Uh, so you know that whatever was just in there has uh, left the vicinity. And they mm. did so like pretty hastily. You see as you like kind of check out the, the charred remains of the fire that half of it's completely extinguished, which leads you to believe that someone threw water on it. Obviously not putting out the entirety of the fire. fire so you have these, these hotter <laughs> parts and these cooler parts. When you said they panicked Pete and then ran out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nervous Pete. Um, so when you said it looks like someone left hastily. Does that mean that there's, I don't know, you know, footprints leading out? Go ahead and roll me a survival check. All right. Give me 12. 12. I mean, it's tough to know because now that you all have entered the room, uh, the various footsteps that you've gone across have kind of covered up the space. Thanks, Barb. Yeah. Whoa, what? I mean, a bunch of you entered the room, so. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like, so Lillian's in there. <laughs> Poe's kicking Poe's up dirt. Poe's, yeah, uh, just, Poe's just in there. <laughs> kicking dirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, since they're gone, we may as well see if there's anything of theirs that we could use or take to, to probably bring back to them. Sure. 
Yeah, we're just gonna hold it for them. <laughs> yeah, we're holding it for them. Yeah. Hey, Aravashneal. <laughs> we have symbols in here. You wanna come tell us what they are? Come put your hands on them and stuff. I can show you where. So, <laughs> Orgus, Orgus hands over care of Aravashneal to you, and he, he follows you around the room, one hand on your shoulder, the other kind of running his fingertips along the walls. Um, as you yourselves enter the room, you see that that doesn't make any sense. It's someone that is, you know, doling out equations that, I don't know, would make sense perhaps in their mind's eye, but but to you, there's just symbols and random numbers and letters. You you see a lot of words. You see two to one uh, a lot. So you see that kind of scrolled everywhere. You also see uh, fixed kind of scrawled all over the place. Whilst Barb was checking out the fire, you notice there is a smattering of bones that are by the fireplace, but also kind of just around the general vicinity. Even a loo, uh, though you had a little bit of tough time discerning stuff, you notice that there's different bones, big bones, small bones, of various types. Hmm. Uh, is there any way to kind of look and see like what the bones, yeah. like what creatures those bones belong to? I yeah. think Lillian would be interested in that. Yeah, you can. So as so you go ahead and roll me a knowledge nature on what, what you think is happening. Okay. Okay. I don't have um, nature, but I do have survival. That that survival wouldn't help you. No. Okay. What about profession hunter? Uh, profession hunter would help, yeah. Okay. So Lillian's That's correct. correct. Um, 16. 16. So, uh, Alu, you notice that these bones, they're, they seem to be from various animals, but you, you know that the bones are fairly humanoid. Mm. Uh, and what's more disturbing is that they seem to range in age. Lillian, what you noticed above all else is that amongst the humanoid bones is that there's various seeming parts of animals, carapace of crabs, but crabs far too large. You see, you know, spiders, insects that are far too huge for what you might otherwise expect to be in there. Um, it's tough to tell because as you scan, it doesn't seem like there's one full body that's left there. And you see the same thing. You see big, you see small um, arrangements of both. I'm going to, uh, who's there? Let's see. Barb mm. and Errol are there. So I'm just going to hold up one of the small bones and say. No, I recognize that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Errol. I know that bone. Errol, as she pulls your attention, you turn around. And as you turn around, this bright spray of color <laughs> hits Uh-oh. you and Barb no. right in the face. I need you both to roll me a uh, will save, please. Oh, no. Is this oh, what I think boy. it is? Color spray. Oh, no. That's 14? 14. Barb, you feel okay. How are you feeling? Right? 12. 12. It's like right on that fucking cusp. And you are Ugh. knocked unconscious. <laughs> oh, oh, no. You are unconscious. You are blind for the next four rounds. Oof. Everybody what? roll for initiative, please. Oh. As what happens is as this happens, you see this dwarf appear this kind of light emanating from him as you see the the fungus from before intermingled with his clothing and with his hair and he just mumbles they've come for me but they're not going to stop me that's not how I do uh yeah. Barb got a 20 hey. alright Barb got a 20 but what'd you get 7 
Seven, Lillian. Twenty-two. Hello. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. And then Errol. Uh, good old unconscious twelve. <laughs> it's almost like you were knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have seen that coming? All right, so all that happens. Alu, uh, this dwarf appears out of nowhere, uh, striking down one of your friends. Um, go ahead, and what are you going to do? Um, so I see that, so I'm kind of between Errol and whoever this is. So you said Errol was knocked down? So basically you watched this, this like sudden burst of color emanate in this 15 foot cone Mm -hmm. and it envelops barb in arrow when it subsides arrow is on the ground motionless barb's kind of up she's like wiping it away from her eyes unaffected but arrow is unconscious like and this dwarf is looming over him okay um so since he's on the ground could i technically shoot through his face without yeah absolutely um i'd like to just quickly detect evil just to see if i can if there's anything coming off of the he, person. He is evil. Um, whenever, whatever you did earlier, he must have entered the room whilst you were fighting those dark mandals and has been tracking you huh. uh, from a distance ever since, waiting for you to let your guard down. Okay. So I'm going to then enact Smite Evil oh. onto him. So... Uh, Pretty much, I'm able to what get a plus four to all my attacks against him for I think it's six until he's dead or until you sleep. Yeah, pretty sure that's the that's uh, the the two ranges of it. It's my evil. All right, so then I'm gonna draw my longbow and take a shot at him. Natural sixteen, so I think that's math, math, math. Thirty. Thirty. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't think that's I, I don't, Oh, no, 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 no. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Long day. Long day. <laughs> so, math, math, 70, math, the math, math. 75. I have a calculator if you want it. It doesn't it's have a 70. No, it's a, it's 20. a 28. <laughs> 3.14. 28. Pie. That hits. Yeah. I, I, what did you roll? What was your initial roll? 16. Yeah, that just hits. You're good. Okay. Let's, let's, let's stop with the, <laughs> the gallivanting. Uh, so that's five points of damage plus two from Smite Evil. All right, so seven points of damage. Yeah. So uh, he appears, and like you manage to react quickly, and you sink uh, an arrow right into his shoulder. Um, it is now Aravashniel's turn. Aravashniel uh, sits in the background, and he just turns to Poe and goes, What's happening? We're about to get fucked. <laughs> and you will, Sit down. And you will tell him when it is your turn. Barb, it is your turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lillian's turn, Move. actually. Yeah, so sorry. It is Lillian's turn. Sorry, My apologies. Lillian. She's all locked and loaded. Um, <laughs> oh, she's Lillian's loaded? Everybody get Woo! down. What? 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 Um, she is going to uh, see if she can see where the source of the powder came from. Um, and if she can see anything, she's going to um, hold uh, her shot until. Yeah, he appeared when he cast oh, that I'm spell. Oh, sorry. Okay. So you can see him. Oh, and he's behind Errol. He yeah. is. Yeah, so Errol is on the ground, okay. and you see this lore, this dwarf just like a lo- okay, looming so above. she's just going to... Uh, I'm go good. You guys got this. Usually, if someone is invisible, they become seen if they attack you. Depends on if they have greater invisibility or lesser invisibility. Well, we're level one characters, so I'm just going to guess. That doesn't mean he's level one. Damn. Yeah, we're fighting a guy that can cast greater invisibility. 19 is a hit. Yeah. Woo. Doesn't matter. He's going to be dead. Murder. <laughs> seven seven <laughs> points of damage so like 
Alu sinks this arrow into one shoulder. You sink a bolt into the other, and he still stands proud. Hey. <clears throat> All right. Barb, it is your turn. Barb is going to... Because um, she, she has been in many battles, so she is going to swing wide and come out to- from the top to make it advantageous for other people to flank, if they so choose. Technically, I'd be flanking with Arrow, but he's passed out on the ground. Yeah, so you wouldn't be flanking with so him because he's passed out. So, not flanking, but... No, I'm threatening always. I'll make it. Always <laughs> <laughs> a scary pile of yeah. unconscious dwarf. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll make it easier just in case someone else wants to come in since I'm huge and I can, like, step over I pass down just, like, face first into the dirt with my butt up in the air. And I'm like, like, when he wakes up in four rounds, it's going to be so valuable for me. And then I uh, pull out my great sword as I do that. And I roll oh, a no. natural one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Go ahead hey. and uh, roll. It's fine. It's fine. Roll to confirm, please. <sighs> da, da, da. Don't forget the bless. Don't forget hey, the bless. Don't forget f- the bless. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a six. That's oh, a- <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> The first use of the fumble table. Can you do me a quick favor? Can you roll me a G10? No. Yeah, please do. Uh, It's the (laughs) 10-sided die. (laughs) (laughs) Quick maths with dice. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Nailed it. (laughs) It's tough because whenever we do it, it's like 100. It's out of 100. Anyways, it's fine. I rolled a 3 on the D10. Um, You leave yourself wide open. Roll me a D4, please. Those ones are easier to find. <laughs> <laughs> the little pyramids. It's a three. Is that for three rounds of something? For the something? next three rounds, you have a minus two to your AC. Perfect. You, you swing wide and you overcommit. And right as you overcommit, no. this dwarf raises his hand. He grabs the sword in yours. And he goes, no one's going to stop me. No one at all. No. Don't you fucking say it. Natural 20. Oh, <laughs> no! Dice of fate? <laughs> let's see. Let's can we ro- use the dice of roll. fate against you? I'm gonna ro- yes, you can. Let me roll to confirm first. Let's see what happens. Hey, no. Confirms. Oh. I, I, I shouldn't say that. Plus four. That's a 15 against your touch AC. Yeah, yeah that's going to hit. Is he a demon <laughs> perchance? Or he considered? Is not. Uh, he is he... just a dwarf that is glowing green <laughs> is he, because of the fungus. Is he using a fire spell on me by <laughs> <laughs> As the electricity arcs from his fingers uh, into your sword, quote, I would quote. say no. It feels like fire, but it's electricity. <laughs> it it oh. burns like fire, but it feels like electricity. Uh, Go ahead and uh, hand me that dice of fate, please. So, for those who don't know at home, the dice of fate works very simply. After they have learned the results of a single roll, they can either use it to re-roll that I have rolled or use it to re-roll what they have rolled, depending on how important it is. They have decided to use it, I assume, on the natural 20 roll, because that's yes. no fun. Yes. No, re-roll should, no, that confirm. Wait, let's go back and re-roll my nat one. I'm going to have Paul hold my Dang. tray. I'm going to roll this live on the table. as possible. I think that looks like a, uh, looks like a four. It's like a natural four. Does a natural eight hit you at all? No. Yes. So he misses the entire time. Get out of so here. as Miss. he oh, comes, and for whatever reason, this bright glow emanates from you blinding him. It ripples throughout time and it stays his hand. Though his hands still jump with electricity, you stand unopposed. 
but still open for attacks for the next two yeah. rounds. Oh, still though. <laughs> but well, your that's AC cause, that's is because of your critical yeah. fail. That is fair. Anivia is going to go ahead. She's going to move Ooh. five, <laughs> ten, fifteen. I want to say she has a clear shot. She's going to she's going to raise her her bow. After watching what happened with Barb, she's going to go ahead and she's just going to shoot away. It's a 14. She hits. Ooh. So Atta she girl. shoots, and this this uh, arrow flies through the air, past the loose shoulder, over Earl, and she does five points of additional damage. All right. Is it dead? No. It is not dead. He's Ugh. still kicking. Hargus's turn. Horgus... Does not move. Errol, go ahead and knock one of those. I'm single. going to use a free action to snore loudly. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna, and then he's going to delay. <laughs> okay, so you have no, not no, lost no. a round of unconsciousness because <laughs> no, you're no, delaying. No, no, Poe, no, it is your turn. He said it. <laughs> I'm gone for like six rounds. It doesn't matter. Four rounds. <laughs> Get him, Poe. We're about to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sit <That's> down. <laughs> Sit down and get fucked. And then he'll walk up 5, 10, 15, 20, block Lillian's way, and then pull his swords again. Fine. And it is a lose turn. Um, so I'm going to take another shot with my longbow and not add 20 or whatever I did last time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just do it anyway. Yeah, maybe 23. 23 is a hit. Yeah. Sounds like you added 20, Woody. <laughs> Something like that. Ooh, seven points of damage. So how does this happen, Woody? How does this dwarf go down? Ooh. Well, like like what happened, I got color sprayed. That's how the dwarf went down. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, Woody, back to you. <laughs> my turn. Oh, turn. my gosh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just going to pull the bow back and... Uh, Pretty much hone in, hone in on the evil. Say, from back whence you came. Just rip a shot right through what I'm just gonna say is probably his right eye socket. Uh, it's clean yeah. through. He he's like his attention was paid to Barb, and he hears you say from back whence you came. He turns over his right shoulder, and as he does so, your arrow finds its home in his socket, and he falls to the ground, and you find yourselves victorious once more with a very sleepy dwarf. Thanks, Errol. <laughs> Wait, which this. one's sleeping? Are they both sleeping? Well, different sleeping. Different sleeping. Yeah. Different, <laughs> different sleeping. Both both snoozles, though. Do, 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 do. <laughs> let's, let's just wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you all wait, I would say, 18 seconds. Roughly. And then Errol wakes up. And I he, mean, I did delay, so and he 24 <laughs> seconds at most. And then he realizes he's <laughs> blind for one round. Ah! Oh, it's done. And then you what is it like? <laughs> oh, now you know. Oh, because oh, you're blinded. <laughs> Since I'm... And then I get my sight back within six seconds. I'm like, oh, this is way better. And you're still stunned oh. for one round. There's a lot of layers to this spell. And then I vomit <laughs> onto the dirt so floor. Barb is going to check the dead body for things. <laughs> Barb, you managed to gain your composure for whatever reason. Like, as you struck out against him and the arc of electricity from his fingers really threw you through a loop, uh, you kind of bring yourself back to reality and, and you check what he has on his person. You realize that he seems to have a potion, oh, one scroll, as well as a, uh, a cloak, and uh, 
a light crossbow, a dagger, 10 crossbow bolts in a quiver. Oh, hey, we could use those. Eight platinum pieces and seven gold pieces. Eight platinum. We're rich. Um, (laughs) I'm going to gesture over towards Lillian uh, for, because I know she's got that sweet, sweet, what, bandolier with potion slots. That's what, what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. There's a scroll. She opens her cloak. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, very suggestive. You see go. One one vial of holy water, three candles, <laughs> and then a oh, bunch of broken glass, yeah. still kind of intermingled <laughs> with her clothing, <laughs> and a naked woman. <laughs> oh, I forgot. That's all she has is a cloak. That's it. Um, and the bandolier. And the bandolier. And the bandolier. Yeah. And, and Barb sees everything and is going to kind of like gesture towards everyone to come. And then she is so excited and she picks up the cloak because she was shopping for a cloak before. And when she puts this one on, it's like a Cinderella story. Is it? And it fits and the shoe fits <laughs> just right. I feel like that's my call. Is it? So you're marrying the dead is guy it? in this scenario? I'm and it's confused. like a Cinderella story, <gasps> and it fits, uh, and it fits you just right. The stout shoulders of the dwarf having matched <laughs> your very own. It's going to sound like that my belly button. That's fine. Alter top. Yeah. Alter, yeah. alter cape. Alter cape, yeah. It's like you have a mini cape Your rest just above her butt. Uh, butt Lillian, shelf. what would you like to do? Uh, she's going to look at the potions, give them a good, hard look. All right. Go ahead and give me a spellcraft. More than 18? Yeah, okay, that's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me with that one. Uh, you find that they are uh, potions of cure light wounds. One potion of cure light wounds. And you see the scroll as a scroll of resist energy. Whoa. Uh, Whilst you're doing that, you also... Okay, uh, and then you also kind of vaguely sense uh, a magical aura coming off that fancy new cloak Barb just got. <gasps> Okay, she's gonna go ahead and and just like touch it, and I'll uh, just I'll just have you roll over that spellcraft anyways because you okay. were probably concentrating on it. It's gonna be a cloak of resistance <gasps> plus one. Ooh. What? Ooh, that All is right. a fun I want cloak the cloak. Of resistance. Let's roll for that. Yeah, I want that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, does anyone want that cloak? I know it fits Barb perfectly, but it's important uh, that everyone has a fair shot. We do good old fashioned roll offs. Anyone? Cloak of Resistance. I definitely one. do. Yeah. Uh, Barb is like a little sad, and then she see the arrow, sees the arrow looks. <laughs> Errol's like slowly coming yeah. to. Maybe. He like he looks over. He's like gets to his hands and knees, looks over to the wall, and sees just like a perfect outline of a silhouette and just like colorful spray. Errol does that thing where like he like measures it with his hands and like puts yeah. it up to you and like puts it up to him and is like, he's like, oh, perfect. <laughs> And it's like very, being very obvious. He sees that I'm like <laughs> trying to make it a Cinderella thing, but it's really not. It's I just fine. imagine when this dwarf jumped out as like that scene in Zoolander where he's Surprise! in the coal mines <laughs> and he's covered in like soot. And he's what like, the hell's wrong Surprise! with you, boy? Color <laughs> <laughs> uh, sprays all over the wall. All right, anyone else? Uh, Errol and sheesh. the two frontliners getting after it. Okay, Prosigned. let's. To be shirtless. <laughs> He's like, I don't need anything to get in the way of these smooth, <laughs> yeah. amazing shoulder blades, yeah. sharp as ever. It'll it'll absorb all the bibliol <laughs> on his back. <laughs> you can't glisten. It's like and for, from all angles. For no specific reason, Barbara's just gonna really sadly remove the cloak oh, from herself already and tied place it, it on. equally between her oh. and Errol Which as they the do some sort of they have some sort of conversation, not a roll off, because that's 
Congratulations! Congratulations! You made me feel bad. I'm going to give you a. I'm going to give you a story bump plus one. For guilt. For guilt. For guilt. Let's go ahead. You both both roll d20s. All right. I'm going to roll that one again into the tray. All right, that's a thirteen. Thirteen. Not good. Not great. Paul, go ahead and roll. Ah. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. Right. That plus one, though. No. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that's spicy story. Well, uh, congratulations. I guess God. sleeping with the DM has its benefits. <laughs> Whoa, wow. 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 That's where this is going from? An yeah, ill-fitting cloak. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Every girl's dream. Yeah. Oh, and man. she's going to sigh in relief, and she's going to say, it's not my sigh. And then she's gonna put it on anyway. <laughs> what uh, else do y'all want to do in this room? He does have some some various items scattered around. Uh, you do see a satchel next to the bedroll. Yeah, I think that his, is unattended. Yeah. As Errol's coming too, he's. I mean, he's kind of down in that area anyway. <laughs> and down in the dumps, <laughs> so he doesn't have a sweet sweet cloak. Yeah, oh, you know, down morally and physically. <laughs> so he's gonna <laughs> wow. crawl like a sad, sad dwarf Sheesh. over to the bedroll. Taking it really hard. Yeah. <laughs> he's not doing well. <laughs> uh no, so he's gonna yeah, take a take a look as he wipes the color out of his eyes and kinda gets his sight back. So you, you find a, a you find a couple things here. Uh you find a small marble statue. It's chipped, but it is seemingly made of a single piece of marble. It, it is of a woman holding a throwing spear and then you also find a tome of sorts and six days worth of rations it's various oh, kinds no. of dried meats preserved fruits and some moldy cheese Ooh, a My charcuterie <laughs> 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 some nuts and some olives yeah, the, as well <laughs> you also see a fig spread everyone loves figs Ooh. yeah out of season but you got them now wow that's wild there's no season in dungeon season. Oh, that's fair. That's that's very fair. All right. Uh, yeah. So he's gonna take a look at this uh, small s- marble statue. Uh, z- detect magic over it and see if there's anything magical. No. No magic. You can roll me in a praise check. Yeah. If, if other people I'll, are watching, you can that. also roll in a yeah, praise check. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to hide any of this. So like, if people see me, yeah, he's not Travis. thumbing through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just a twenty. Just a twenty. Mm, yeah. Anyone else? Alan's got it. All right. It's, got uh, it. 75 gold pieces but you if it was in better condition you'd imagine you get a little bit more but it does seem like there's some decent work and the raw materials and the marble itself Ooh. at least lend it uh to costing a little bit should okay. we give it to poe because he likes touching rocks no oh. <laughs> doesn't have his backpack or a shirt anyway so it's yeah. fine and his <laughs> pants are tight it would look weird to be a weird bulge where there shouldn't be a bulge <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a dagger in there before? They were short swords. <laughs> short swords. <laughs> yeah. short swords. Uh, what else would you like to do? Yeah, so he's going to... Uh, so he picks up this statue and uh, Palu, Palu quickly recognizes its worth. Um, and then, yeah, he's going he's, he's gonna to see the rations and divvy them out to the rest of the group as well. All right, and then we have uh, this tome. Anyone care to look at the tome? I care to look at the tome. So while um, Errol's picking up the statue, he probably throws it over his shoulder. It. <laughs> it smashes on the Blux. ground. It means nothing to him. <laughs> Books. Uh, uh, you, you pick up this tome, and the, there's various arcanic writing inside that you recognize that it is, in fact, a spell book. Ooh. As you flip through, you see that it has a couple spells, 
detect secret doors, Whoa. fog cloud, grease, invisibility, resist energy, shocking grasp, and silent image. Uh, go ahead and roll on a praise check on that as well for me, Lillian. That's a natural one. Oh, oh sorry. Like it's million. a book of spells. She throws it into the embers of the fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is useless. <laughs> Anyone else want to roll on a praise check on that book? Uh, I got a praise. I sure. Do it. 13. 19. No. 19. 19. Barb, you, you would assume it's probably worth like 160 gold pieces. Lillian, though most of the spells don't really apply to you, you do know that Detect Secret Doors and Fog Cloud could possibly apply to you. Cool. Sick. So you find yourself in this room, uh, and you uh. see that you entered from the west, and there is another passage, just as before, that leads to the east. Haravashniya, we are done getting fucked. <laughs> and I think that it is time for you to hang out with Horgus and Anivia, because I should keep my swords out and stop drawing them all the time. And he, like, kind of sadly shuffles away, because he felt like... <laughs> and, like, as you brush his shoulder blade, he, like, curls back. He's like... Aww. Aww. <laughs> so That's so sweet. So we did we determine that there is really nothing to be made of the sprawling on the cave walls? Yeah, I mean, as you, like, look up and down, it seems as though... Uh, they were the scrawlings of a madman. Uh, he obviously was doing some pretty dark stuff. Uh, you're not entirely sure what, but it's... Eating children, per se? I mean, maybe. <laughs> um, but he, whatever he was doing in here, obviously, and, and Alu, like, sensed he was some sort of dark evil. None of it was good. Mm. I no one's like, oh boy! Lillian and Poe. And I'll, I'll gesture towards the next opening and say, I think we should keep going deeper. Let's make like a tree and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Pose classic <laughs> classic phrase. He feels so strong <laughs> now that he has his short swords <laughs> oh out. Is that a Boondock Saints reference? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's good. So as you, uh, as you approach, um, you come upon this uh, steep kind of inclined tunnel. Uh, there are boards that are affixed to the side to give you a little more purchase on either side. You see that there is rope strung between pitons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, P- what? Pitons? Pitons? How do you Pitons. say this word? <laughs> Pitons? That would be python. Okay, oh, thank no. you. Python. All right, agent of chaos. <laughs> is it pittens? I think it's pittens, yeah. Is it pittens? Nice. Oh, I just get thrown off because when we were in St. Lucia no. for my wedding. How do you say it? It's piton. It's piton. Is it piton? Yeah, the piton. beer is called piton. It is piton? Well, that, it is piton. The beer in St. Lucia in the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that was like way more French. So it's not it was like piton. piton. Okay, okay well, you can call it piton. You can call it whatever you want. That's fine. It's true. Okay. Everyone? You make words up. It's a fantasy word. Caramel. <laughs> you see that <laughs> these true. these aren't just your normal Petons. <laughs> Damn it. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are they are metal spikes that you drive into rock, but they're also carved like dragons, so they're definitely oh. pittons. Yep, fantasy world. Fantasy Different world. lore. Wow. Boom. Uh this th- this cave lined with various climbing equipment is <laughs> sixty or so feet tall. Why you gotta be like this, Travis? Your laughs hurt my feelings. Um I yeah, just so excited see- about all the nuts. <laughs> Who I wasn't? wanted to put my nuts in the crack. Uh, and now there's climbing equipment. So I can put my nuts. 
Uh, it's a climbing joke. It's term. a climbing joke, yeah. I see. Yeah. I thought he had like a bunch of almonds that he fell down with. <laughs> <laughs> <Smoked> <laughs> them. Much like a squirrel, Travis has those <laughs> capabilities. Storing just nuts like, and everyone's almonds. climbing and he's just like slamming walnuts <laughs> into this crack to like really I hear you can use it to help with damaged wood furniture. So he's like, This crack shouldn't be here. So like he's like that ramen. It yeah, if I was it say ramen in and super fantasy world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, All right, so pitons. So anyways, whilst uh whilst Poe is correcting this rather unseemly crack anything. uh what's everyone else doing wait what what about the there there's just climbing gear in the wall but yeah. we're gonna keep so, walking so right? yeah let's walk it, no so it's a it's a chamber it's a tunnel that goes about 60 feet straight up there is this oh. there's wood oh. affixed like a ladder and then there's rope and Tons. <laughs> oh my god, this is painful. Uh, that are that are fixed to help you kind of steady yourself as you as you climb up. Um, well, Barb is a pretty avid climber, and she's been around a piton or two. I mean, <laughs> thank you. So, uh, I mean, she's you, gonna like crack her knuckles and look around at anyone to see if they want to go first, but probably communicate to them through the cracking of knuckles that she's got like a plus eight climb or something. Damn. You just hear like the soft, like as she cracks, just like plus eight. Plus eight. <laughs> <laughs> just floats through the cabin. Yeah, it's like whenever whenever Poe sneaks, it's like plus nine. <laughs> it's like, that's going to give his position away. Oh, man. Plus nine, oh, plus oh nine. cracking of knuckles. <laughs> Ooh. That one good. knuckle at Thank a time. Thank you, Sierra, with oh, the sound that. effects. <laughs> Again, that's Sierra for Sirens. And it's She'll not Carl you. Winslow, it's Michael Winslow. Ah, uh, there we go. Whatever we go. happened Nailed to... It. That's Family Matters. So no, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she's going to climb. All right. All right. Yeah, so you climb fairly easily. Oh. She's <laughs> <laughs> like getting ready to roll like it's a craft table. <laughs> it is. It is. Right. Like I said, a ladder-like structure, but I appreciate it. Mean, as long as you don't roll. Well, I mean, even a natural. I like that, like, Barb, maybe she gets, like, a little flustered if she yeah. steps into it. She's like, I got to make this happen. And she's, like, shaky as she goes up. <laughs> And like makes her way to the top, and everyone yeah. else is like, what? "It's a warm up." Errol's gonna come right up after her. What right. if I climb the crack next to it that the pitons are in? Just shoving your fists <laughs> and turning. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like making things shoving way more his difficult almonds than they need into. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm trying to put walnuts. almonds in walnuts. I thought we were going to spend like a solid 20 minutes on this, but all right, let's just all I mean, he said the there were like boards nailed <laughs> to fair. it. And like, it's pretty. Okay. So you all managed to make your way up. You enter this <laughs> giant chamber. Uh, it's even larger than the one that you just came from. You notice that on either side, there are these kind of large towers uh, that once stood. However, whatever happened above seemed to have made them collapse. Uh, they are in shambles. You see an archway that has also fallen, and you see these two figures feverishly digging through the rubble. You hear, though you are far away, them trying to communicate through the stone underneath. So I imagine we're going to start approaching, um, and then is it kind of obvious as we're approaching slowly that they're, I mean, are they trying to like fit? dig someone out of the rubble or it, I mean it's not like a malicious whatever they're doing they're trying to like it seems like something. they're just yeah, digging and like okay. as you approach you just hear like hold on we got you and like uh, you, you also hear this kind of garish undertone whilst one seems to be speaking language another seems to be doing something else okay this way. Um, so Lou's gonna call out saying is does someone need help what, what are you doing as you say that one of the creatures stands up 
you see half its face is humanoid. The other half has this like bug-like eye, much like that of a fly. The other arm that's on that side of its body is this giant crab-like pincer and its mouth, more mandible than actual mouth. It starts frothing and its mandibles start clicking and you hear this otherworldly screech as it raises its claw above its head and it charges straight for you. And we'll find out what happens oh, next no. time oh, no. on the Final Crusade. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's time yeah. for a beer break. Oh, man, you're going to get murdered by those like half something or others. Yeah. I know, but I'm so And it's one question is, it, is murder. Is it angrily Answer? frothing or is it really excited that it's so hard? It's like it's never going to It's like, Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo product, please visit paizo.com.